0: Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. You have been warned.
1: Under the sea, under the sea. Disney don't make it, so we will fake it. Nothing is wetter. Hope it gets better. SpongeBob is sailing and we are flailing under the sea. do 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 <laughs> well, nice. Barnacles Bill and Betty, here we are again <laughs> at that musical, magical, marvical Max Mike movies. We're grabbing films, tackling them, wrestling them to the ground, pummeling them until we yell, "Uncle!" This series focuses on a very specific subgenre of movie ones that what got animation and live action mixed together for artistic and philosoph philosophical. Philosoph- What's that word, Max? Philosophical. Ah, yes, that reasons uh, mm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. This They're week we. <laughs> this week, we've scrutinized that art house darling, favorite of independent <laughs> filmmakers, SpongeBob, SquarePants, sponge out of water. With an IQ of 99 sopping wet, I am one of your hosts, Mike Luce. Over there, soaking up my suds in an aura of adulation, is the meticulous Max Levine. I'll call my fishy friends. Blop, 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 blop. <laughs> flop, flop, flop. <laughs> Die. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now, before Max rings my neck, let's get a few things out of the way, shall we? So, business, hey, mm. social media, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Spotify, we're Max Mike Movies. Hey, podcast app, you know the deal with that. And, by all means, go to our website to see all our amazing back episodes. There's, at this point, well, when this comes out, there will be 90 back episodes plus specials. <laughs> that is, of course, MaxMikeMovies.com, and, of course, Always, always, before you leave the house, mm-hmm. email us at us at maxmikemovies.com. But wash your hands for at least 20 seconds after you email us. And you can do that to the opening of this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to our theme, which I don't think is actually 20 seconds. I, but Sadly, no. I can't even hum the, the tune. It, it is a tune. Well, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. The show. So, SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob. Square pants. Yeah. Hey, there's trivia with this film. <laughs> uh you stun me, sir, <laughs> with a brick. <laughs> yeah, I just straight. Yeah, it's actually, there's not a lot of trivia. Most of the mm. trivia is like, hey, did you know that these voice actors worked before in this other movie? <laughs> it's like, okay, that's... there's a there's a lot of major voice
0: actors in this.
1: Oh, there yeah. are. Um, and they work in lots of different shows. Yeah. But. I have this feeling that the person who wrote the entry and and entries for this uh, was kind of like, um, oh, these two were in an episode of Samurai Jack. Oh, these two are. It's okay. That's that's exciting. Right? Oh, the guy. They were
0: just playing Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon with uh, these guys.
1: Yeah, and of course mm. when you got people like Rob Paulson. that's mm. kind of it's like yeah. playing it with Kevin Bacon because he's been in everything. Yeah. Um. But anyway, let's get on to the very important again art house darling. Trivia mm-hmm. <laughs> budget, $74 million, Oof. which, to be fair, for an animated movie is pretty cheap. That being said, of course, it's mostly 2D animation, which is still cheaper because you can ship it overseas um, <laughs> than doing the new CG stuff, which, mm-hmm. you know, worldwide take. Take a guess, Max. 74 I'm going to say 200 million. Not even close. Three hundred twenty five. Dang. People no one, love the sponge. No wonder they're making one coming out or I don't know if it is coming out this year. It's supposed well, to. It is supposed to. Yes. Um, there's a lot of time between movies. Um, yeah. Cameos. So we have a number of cameos in here. A lot of them are voice actors, which mm. I'm not even going to get into everybody. But some of these seagulls, which we will also get to, include Rob Paulson, who is probably best known for his work on Animaniacs as Pinky and wacko and t- he's one of the turtles he's actually been two of them I believe he has been Raphael and Donatello depending wow. on which version um, he's an exceedingly nice guy I've met him um, uh, we're close personal fret no uh, he's if there's a, a cartoon show he's probably been in it at some point mm-hmm. um, Tim Conway. <laughs> The From real the, Tim Conway. Yeah. I saw the name and I'm like, oh, it must be like, you know, some new Tim Conway because the old one died and he can use the name. No, it's him. Um, Eddie Deason. Oh, uh, yep. Uh, Kevin Michael-, he- Michael Richardson, whom you cannot mistake. Yeah, Kevin Michael Richardson is
0: also in everything. Eddie Deason, by the way, uh, if people are scratching their heads going, who, who is that? Anybody who ever saw the movie War Games with Matthew Broderick, he is in one scene and he just walks away with the whole movie. He, he's uh, Melvin one of the two computer nerds
1: you know like you guys are so stupid you guys are so dumb you're sitting here I just figured this whole thing out me that's him also if you've ever watched uh, Dexter's laboratory I believe oh, yes. he does the voice of Mandark yes he does <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say too that when you said he's a computer nerd named Melvin I mean you could just call him Melvin because <laughs> he's he's a perfect Melvin mmm we have Billy West, who's been in tons of things. He's mm-hmm. he's one of the top uh, voice actors right now. April Stewart, who does uh, a good number of the female voices in South Park. Um, Tim Conway actually had done a voice before this in SpongeBob, a character called Barnacle Boy. But, hmm. you know, I believe them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was ded- dedicated to somebody. Max, did you know this? Yeah, I, I watched to the end. It's dedicated to Ernest
0: Borgnine.
1: Yeah, I was Why? very confused, so I had to look this up because, like, yeah. uh, uh, was he somebody's uncle? It's like, no, he actually voiced a character in the show called Mermaid Man. Oh, no kidding. So, oh. you know, <laughs> probably reprising his Mikhail. His, uh, McHale! McHale. Um, for those who, uh, McHale's Navy, look it up. <laughs> that, you know what? Well, Tim Conway, there's another connection there. Tim Conway was in that show. Oh, that's, that's right. So. All right. There's a big lag between movies. This is technically sort of, kind of, but not really a sequel. The original SpongeBob movie came out in 2004. This came out in 2015. Um, Mm. Originally, it was supposed to be aimed for the 10th anniversary of the SpongeBob movie, but they had to push it to February of 2015, so it kind of missed. But that's okay, because as it turns out... um, it's not exactly a sequel, it's not exactly a prequel, and they never even stated or stressed whether the movie exists in the intricate story structure and universe of Spongebob's <laughs> oh, TV show so anyway. So we, we don't know if it's canon or not? We don't. Whoa. Like, it's just sort of there. I wonder if anyone <laughs> on the internet has talked about that. I wonder. <laughs> I can't believe I actually just said that. All right. Filmed on location in Georgia and Hawaii. I, 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 I was going to say, filmed on location under the sea? What? Well, well no, but there is okay. actually, yeah, places. Um, I didn't notice this. Um, it is rated PG because of all of the sex, harsh language, and realistic <laughs> violence. I'm sure this properly warm parents. I don't think there was a single parent that thought twice about bringing their child to SpongeBob. Yeah. And I'm going to... Mm, I mean, I guess we see Patrick's butt, kind of. Yeah. And I guess... Although the cartoon violence is nothing worse than, like, a Looney Tunes. I honestly don't know why this got PG. I don't know. Too many shots of uh, human females in bikinis? Yeah, but I guess. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. There's certainly no bad language. There are a couple of fart jokes. Uh, there is a seagull pooping. I'm surprised they actually, it's not just, oh, there's poop and then we pan to a seagull. No, no, we see it poop. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> which was very necessary cinematically. Well, that's why it's an art house darling. Yeah. Seagull poop. It it that actually harkens back if you'll think about it, makes mm. It actually harkens back to um the seventh seal. It was a trademark of um no. Oh, Bergman. Yes. I, <laughs> yes. I, yes, absolutely. It, it would Oh, you are so full of it. My God. Nope, I can't well, say did it. You not I can't that? even say it. I can't even make fun
0: of it that way.
1: It's true, Bergman, the name Bergman, is in fact Swedish for bird poop. No, it isn't. <laughs> I have to believe it because Bumpy told me so. You cannot believe anything that comes out of that horse's mouth. Well, I don't know. He's pretty knowledgeable. Um, hey, you'll you'll be glad to hear this. Uh, you know that often when they do these films for international audiences, they there's their the films are redubbed and they get their own voice crew. The original voice cast from Finland reprised their roles for this film when it was released. In Wait, Finland.
0: what do you mean the original voice cast from Finland?
1: Original. How? From the first movie.
0: Oh, oh, oh. So you mean the the same dubbing crew came in?
1: Yes, the original Finnish Spongebob (laughs) came back to repost. Do you want to be Finnish? Sure, we all do. (laughs) Yeah, this might be referred to uh, in the trivia business as padding. Uh, As I said, it's kind of thin. Uh, All of this and much, much less. (laughs) So now I have the dubious honor... And um, Herculean task of describing the plot. Okay. Deep breath. Yeah. (laughs) Strap in, cats. Here we go. Mm. Okay. Uh, So. Well. Well. So. So. (laughs) Quit stalling. Okay. Get on with it. (laughs) There's this pirate named Burger Beard. (laughs) (laughs) which okay. we don't know
0: i am i wrong or we don't actually find out his name for like ha- more than half
1: the movie no we don't it's honestly not really that important um I, and i guess it would give away part of this it's also kind of disappointing because there is
0: nothing about his beard that appears burgerish
1: well we'll get to the burger part mm. kind of later sort of but he's got a beard and okay fine hey if you want to try and make sense of this you can go right ahead no nope, no nope. <laughs> not even going to try Spongebob Square pants. Yep. Right, okay. There's this pirate named Burger Beard. He's more or less rational as he's talking to a gang of seagulls on a ship as he makes his way to Treasure Island, or some such place in the seas of insanity. <laughs> Landing, he makes his way, Indy Jones style, to a magic book. Ooh, which allows him to well, we're not really sure. But it has a story, and he tells it to the seagulls because, gosh, it sure gets lonely out at sea. <laughs> And the story takes place in Bikini Bottom, home of none other than Spongebob Squarepants. Yes, who down there, does, in fact, I'm sorry to interrupt, he does live in a pineapple under the sea. Under the... Oh, no, I won't do that no. again. <clears throat> Besides, we, we could get sued. <laughs> Remember, we're not making any money off nope. this. So. Down there, things are great until suddenly they're not. Longtime rival Plankton is ever obsessed with getting the secret formula to the Krabby Patty, a sandwich that seems to form the very backbone of society down there in the ocean depths. Plot after plot, and I use the term loosely, fails until suddenly it doesn't. His hand on the formula, ready to grab it and uh, swim, the formula disappears. This upsets all involved so much that things start blowing up, mother's cry, and the price of kreplock soars. Kreplach, <laughs> one million dollars, yep. Above the waves, the pirate captain says that that is the end of the story, which upsets his seagull pals. Seems that it was he that stole the formula, as he can write in the magic book and it makes things real. His plan? Now that he has this amazing recipe, he can drive his pirate ship onto a beach, set up a shop, and be king of the world by selling Krabby Patties from his schooner-turned-food truck. (laughs) He doesn't want to rule the world. He wants to be the greatest food truck owner in the world. Oh, it's only a half step from there to rule the world. We both know that. Oh, yeah. SpongeBob and Plankton team up to try and find out what happened to the formula. The rest of the gang joins them and they are soon pitched in a battle with Burger Beard. At stake, only the lives and freedom of everyone ever born or ever going to be born. Can they win? It's a kid's cartoon. Everyone dies in a bloody car crash and we're all sad. The end. Yeah, that was kind of a
0: shock. I gotta say at the end there. No, really. Yeah, yeah. Watching the crows pick their eyes out.
1: I thought, that mm. was, I thought that was unnecessary, but... Yummy, yummy eyeballs. Mm. Oh, okay. Happily ever muscle <laughs> after. The end. <laughs> so that's... That was... Well, yeah, kind of. As, as much sense as I could make out of the plot as possible. And now, less of the plot.
0: <laughs> the Lowdown. Okay, so I, I'd, I'd like to do i I'm so, oh, go ahead sorry, ask. I just wanted to ask you something, and did, had you... Uh, I came into this pretty much as a novice. I think I had seen half of an episode once of this show that has been on for twenty years. It's still on, isn't it?
1: Uh, they're not still making it. They aren't. Okay,
0: but current. Uh, so I knew virtually nothing except a few of the character names. Uh,
1: did you? Did you know about anything about this show? Did you watch it? I can sum up my entire, I don't know, wealth of knowledge on SpongeBob in one sentence that's it huh that's his little laugh Uh oh oh. Um, that is that is it i have never watched spongebob i don't have anything against spongebob i just it was it came at a time that i was just not interested in kids namely 1999 um But hey, for those of us who don't have a background with Spongebob, which includes Max and myself, I have a little background. Mm. I went and did some research. So Spongebob was created by Steven Hillenburg, a a marine biologist who created the character for a comic book which was never published that was supposed to introduce children to sea life. Oh, it's a a noble intent. Yeah. Hillenburg then went back to school for fine art, but detoured into experimental animation at CalArts. He made a film there called Wormholes, and that was seen by the creator of Rocco's Modern Life. Do you remember that? That was one of uh, yeah, Nickelodeon's they, big shows. Yeah,
0: I didn't watch a lot of it, but I I, I know that it existed.
1: Yeah, uh, it was it was amongst the corral of Nickelodeon favorites from the '90s. Hmm. Um, but he uh, that film was seen by the creator of Rocco's Modern Life, and he was offered a job. and He eventually became the producer and creative director of that show when the originator left. Hmm. Um, While working there, he worked up a proposal, which apparently went very, very well, up to and including the fact that one of the executives had to leave the room for laughing so hard, which actually upset the people doing the presentation because they didn't know why he left. Um, But uh, they were like, yes, by all means, make this the except for a two year hiatus after the original film. SpongeBob went into production in 1999 and has run continuously through 2018. Good Lord. Um, In 2018, unfortunately, Steven Hillenburg died um, Mm. fairly young. I think he was like 50 or 51. And uh, they're like, we're going to bring him back. People still want to see the show. They're just, they haven't. Wait, they said they're
0: going to bring him back. They can do that.
1: (laughs) Not know the show. Not the creator. (laughs) Jeez.
0: I, thought, I began to wonder that Nickelodeon had
1: powers beyond anything we imagined. Oh, they do. I mean, oh, Lord. they're not Disney, but, you know, who is? Well,
0: it's, Disney re- reanimates the dead constantly. That's how they get people in the costumes at Disney World. Anyway.
1: I think it's safe to say that SpongeBob is a worldwide phenomenon. Mm. Um, it is a gigantic thing. It is so popular. Here is a couple of ways in which it is so popular, mm-hmm. one of which I think will at least surprise you. The main character has a statue in Madame Tussauds, and is the first animated oh. character to have such an honor. They didn't give one to Bugs Bunny. Apparently not. Ooh. He is the first one. What amazes me too is how realistic no never mind. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm outraged.
1: Yeah. But there are also wow. I didn't have a chance to look this up, but there are videos of the Russian army marching and singing to the theme of the show, which oh, is good. apparently one wow. of their favorite songs to march to.
0: <laughs> Who lives in pineapple under sea? SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Sponge yeah. <laughs> suddenly, that I can act, I can actually picture that, and it's really disturbing. I think it's hilarious. Wow.
1: <laughs> so yeah, um, that's a little background. And there have been hundreds of episodes. I have no idea how many hundreds of episodes. And uh, I don't know if there is an overarching story. <laughs> I'm betting, uh, not. Mm. But uh, SpongeBob, won't you?
0: <laughs> wow! I, so I, I knew it was popular. I had no idea it was popular on that
1: scale. I, well, it has a finished cast. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they actually released a version of this film in Irish. What do you mean in I? You mean in Gaelic?
0: Yep. In the you mean the the language that like eleven people speak? Yep. Wow I, I couldn't
1: pronounce the name. I saw the name and it's like I have no idea how you pronounce that. Um, Sp- SpongeBob O SquarePants. Seamus, <laughs> okay. go get me a beer. I don't know. Uh Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm Irish. I can say that. Uh, yeah, yeah so what what it's, are you it, like one seventieth Irish? No, actually it turns out mostly. Oh really? Okay. I thought you yeah, were Yeah, Irish and Scottish, mm. and then English, French, Italian, Norwegian, Swedish, blah blah blah. Mutt. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, Max and I have been able to avoid this gargantuan behemoth stomping through the popular culture of the world, but it is a thing. And I'm willing to bet that if you talk to anybody born, oh, 1985 or past, that this was a giant part of their childhood. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, it's hard.
0: It's not like I haven't seen it. It's impossible to avoid on the Internet. Uh, There are so many SpongeBob memes Most of which I didn't understand. I had heard of a Krabby Patty before I saw this movie, but I'd never seen it on the show or the show. Mm. I knew some of the names of the characters. I still don't understand how... I still don't understand Plankton. Is he, in fact, a single... Plankton? Yeah, what is the singular (laughs) of Plankton? Plankton is a collective. It's a mass of plant life. I I didn't think there was a
1: single you, know, as you plankton say, plankton are little I... fish. I think they're fish life. I don't think oh. they're, they're plant life.
0: Oh, oh okay. I always thought plankton was um, like moss or something.
1: They're actually a diverse collection of organisms. Um, oh, that's nice and vague. Oh, they're called plankters. You mean the individuals are called plankters? Yes. Oh, so he's a plankter. Yeah. Huh. Uh, he is a plankter, but he uh, maybe he's smarter than one. So, yeah. Huh. All right, all right. And I guess it's sort of like sand. It's like, if you look cor- real close... It's coarse made and gritty
0: and gets into everything? Well, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> if you look
1: real close, they're, like, they're all sorts of different things, like little tiny oh. shrimps and little tiny plants. Right. And like... oh. uh, when okay. you ask the internet, um, they are both. Oh. oh. The two different types are, for those who are keeping track, phytoplankton, which are the plant version, and zooplankton, which are the animal version.
0: See kids, it's We're almost, educational.
1: <laughs> just like the the creator Stephen Hillenburg. Yep. Just what he wanted. So, first note I have is, uh if you did not know this, Antonio Banderas stars as Burger Beard and dear gods is he having fun. That
0: I have to say that is one thing I really enjoyed. <laughs> he looks like he is having a blast. He, and he just is. goes full he just throws himself into it. He goes full on silly pants in this. He does. He does. And I, and he, that does not surprise me. You see, if you've ever seen any of the spy kids movies, he is, I'd have per, not. He's perfectly willing to be goofy.
1: And you know, good to him. Mm-hmm. The opening of the film has nothing to do with SpongeBob and yeah. it's all, uh, it, well, it's not real. Cause it's the only thing that's real is Antonio. And I guess part of Hawaii, yeah. uh, or a set. Um, and he goes to the skeleton and there's actually a pretty cool little fight with him and the skeleton that's holding this book that comes alive when he takes the book. um, And then he gets on a ship, and there is this sequence with these seagulls, and they're hilarious. I
0: know they were a little irritating, personally. Of course
1: they are. But I love the
0: way they're animated. They looked really good. They do. I do have to say, in general, the 3D animation in this, and that's not the majority of the film. It's like only the last, I think, half hour, if that, probably 20 minutes. The CG animation is amazing. It's really good. I mean... Partly, we we now see that th- you know this movie is only five years old, you know, th- things have gotten even better. But the dis- the difference between the move this movie and the movies we were talking about that are like twenty
1: years old is staggering. Yeah, I mean, this gets to one of my questions, which is, what did you think of the integration? Mm. But it's great. Yeah, um, it really is. I. I personally, the the opening scenes with Burger Beard and the <laughs> Burger Beard, <laughs> Burger <laughs> Beard and the seagulls, I loved it. I was like, I could see a whole movie with these characters. Right. I used to find they were an- annoying, but it's like they're supposed to be. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, they're, they're toony. They mm-hmm. move quickly. They're fun. I got to admit and, and, that, that. Sorry, just going
0: back the fight with the skeleton. Yeah. I was kind of surprised because that skeleton is really creepy looking, and this is supposed to be a kids' movie luckily it doesn't move quite no it's like it's it's goofily moving and it's not very menacing once it actually they actually start fighting (laughs) no they're boxing yeah it's actually like doing english style (laughs) boxing yeah but yeah Uh, the the animation there is amazing
1: and then we uh, and hmm? i was just real quick i also want to say that uh we've talked about uh you've talked about actors that have been like human cartoons banderas keeps up His energy level and his movements are just as fast Mm -hmm. as some of the critters. I don't know if there was any CG enhancement of him, but damn. (laughs) Even when he runs, he
0: does this silly kind of prancing run. Yeah. Where he is just like, I'm not doing anything seriously. I am trying to, he's trying to be, like you say, a human cartoon. And he's not as good at it as, as some, you know, like I still think Rene Russo as, as, (laughs) as Natasha, she talked about last week, last time. Uh, is is better, but he is very good at it.
1: Yeah, he he. I, hats off, honestly. Uh, he obviously, I think he has kids, and I think that's one of yeah. the reasons he did the Spy Kids movies. Um, <clears throat> but he obviously is more than willing to entertain kids. I, so. I also like the fact that the magic book
0: is a library book. He opens it up, and the first thing you see is one of those little pouches with a card in it. And he looks and goes, wow, this is really overdue. I totally missed that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like that. It was a nice touch. Cool. Uh, so we we spend some time with Burger Beard. And then we, we finally get to SpongeBob, which is 2D, which is fine. I had no problem with that. Yeah. But um, so hey, neither of us have seen this show. They They supposedly do live underwater, right? Yeah, which brings up a number <laughs> of questions. I know
0: it's a kid's cartoon. Yeah. But how are there things on fire?
1: Well, how is it nobody swims? Yeah, and how can they fall? There are pratfalls. Why, why is there a squirrel? Yeah. Well, the squirrel,
0: <laughs> at least, they, they make some kind of accommodation because the squirrel is like goes around in a deep-sea diving suit and lives in some sort of air bubble. I don't know why. I don't know why a squirrel decided, you know, forget the trees. I'm going to live under at the bottom of the ocean where there are no nuts.
1: Yeah. But like things are falling and nobody thinks to like, you know, swim out of the way.
0: <laughs> it does make me wonder if some point in the show they address any of this or if this is just nope, it's absurdist and uh, we're, we're going to go with that.
1: Oh boy is it cuz one of the first things that happens is plankton or plankter <laughs> uh, uh decides he's attacking the the uh, crab shack uh restaurant there and um he has a plane.
0: Yeah. (laughs) like,
1: how does that work? He's, he's, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Cause like the, and he bombs, he's bombing them and stuff. And okay. I just don't, it's like seeing a plane underwater. I just like, wow. I, I obviously am not the target audience for this. No, no, this is Um, very much for children and people are not
0: going to question anything. And of course the whole thing is that he's using war machines to get the secret formula to the crabby, crabby Patty, which appears to be I'm betting the secret ingredient is heroin, because apparently <laughs> the entire populace is addicted to this stuff. Yeah. And when they bring it up into the real world, everybody gets addicted to it there.
1: Yeah, like an addicted's not even the right word. This is one scene in a hospital and there's a, a fish <laughs> in a bed. And he's eating a crab, or no, he's sitting there, and, they, yeah. and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, he's, only, he's not going to last more than a week, you know, because of the, the cra- <laughs> eating all the Krabby Patties. And the first thing he does is eat a Krabby Patty, then put the mask on, and then the doctor eats one. And the
0: grieving wife is eating one. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, I think this is like a religion or something. Also, why does a fish need an oxygen
1: mask? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, to be, to be fair, uh-huh. it is possible... For the oxygen levels in water to be such that fish have to surface to gulp down air. Okay, I've then why is the mask
0: over his mouth? That's not where they <laughs> breathe. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, again,
0: yeah, I can't help it. I'm sorry. I can, <laughs> yeah, a lot I of what hit me in this was
1: wait a minute. This is yeah. wait, why is this happening? Or how, how come they have this? Uh. Yeah so all right so one of my talking points um we did we did which is the animation integration which we both thinks was great Mm -hmm. the three the c the 3d cg was great Mm -hmm. um the actors are looking where they're supposed to things interact it's great max since this is so absurd and this is going to be a tough one i don't know Mm -hmm. how i'm gonna answer this but i'm gonna ask you first okay if you were a kid yeah do you think you'd like spongebob oh wow that's that is really hard to answer I know, because we Ugh. come from a very different yeah, we, we time. we
0: grew up with with a, with a different aesthetic and a different style. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have to say there's something about the animation style I find a little uncomfortable. The character mm-hmm. design, they all look kind of creepy, a little just <laughs> too surreal. You know what it reminded me of at a number of points, especially there is a time travel sequence. We'll get to that. <laughs> Yeah, there's a time travel sequence <laughs> with bubbles, with bubbles the levitating, talking, rapping, <laughs> laser foreheaded dolphin. We'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> it reminded me of Ren and Stimpy. Sure. Yeah, did so you saw that? You could see that too. That
1: same kind of John
0: K. or whoever did the animation, sort of. Yep,
1: that's yep, that's John Chris Felicia. Yeah, yep, that's him.
0: Well, I always enjoy. I loved the writing on uh, Ren and
1: Stimpy. I always found the animation kind of unsettling. I don't know, too. Ugh. I think that he was actually trying for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. John Kay was a big fan of Ralph Bakshi. Big fan. And mm-hmm. they actually worked together on the Mighty Mouse show, oh. which is where John Kay got his start. Um, but he, I, you know, I mean, there was all those close-ups you'd see of Nose Goblins yeah, yeah. and, you know, really disguised. So I think they wanted them to be unsettling. I don't think SpongeBob is meant to be unsettling, but I also, it's like, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that somewhere people have dressed up as various characters from the show to lure children into fans. Oh. Uh.
0: <laughs> I mean, I see people doing—you see pictures of people doing cosplay of them in, uh, in, uh, at cons, but not all that many because I think some of them are really hard to do. Oh, I'm sure Just all of visually. them visually. Uh, I yeah. don't know if I would have liked this as a child. I, I guess so, yeah. because you know there's bright colors and there's plenty of stuff happening and the voices are funny and uh, i i honestly don't
1: know what what do you what about you i think i would adore it yeah okay I, you know I, it's hard for me to to hearken back to well we'll say that for the ending um it's hard for me to harken back. The thing is, is that most of the cartoons we watched, the cartoon shows, I should say, not cartoons, because, of course, Warner Brother cartoons were all seven minutes long, and most of them were hyperactive. and mm-hmm. Or, well, they we thought they were hyperactive. They aren't next to this. Yeah. Um, had stories, right? Like, there was actually, you know, Speed Racer, Kimba. They were a little bit more serious, um, stuff like that. Um, but I think that I would have liked the frenetic energy I, I think it would have overloaded me quite honestly cuz yeah. i like if i if you had put, taken this show as it is and plunked it right back down into 1970 71 72 i don't think anyone was prepared for that kind of swift cutting yeah
0: i think so the yeah the pacing was very different and like you say the cuts are very different i think it would have thrown i think people would have wouldn't have gotten it and wouldn't have liked it that's why it, can- it's hard to picture like not only Myself as a child, but myself as a child being born in the 80s. I mean, how the mm. hell do you picture that?
1: I think, too, that I wouldn't have reacted to it. I think I would have literally sat there staring at it. Huh. And then later, I would have thought it was fun or I'd want to play SpongeBob or whatever. Mm. But it's its kind of overwhelming. Um but it's, it, and it is really hard because, of course, you know, being kids, blah, 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 blah. Um, things changed a lot, you know. Uh, people blame, it's funny, people blame Sesame Street and MTV for changing the attention span of kids. Yeah. I, and yeah. Sesame Street looks like lethargic at this point. Yeah. I
0: don't, I don't, I understand a little about MTV, maybe. But yeah. Sesame Street? Sesame Street is comparatively slow paced, especially yeah, the stuff was- now.
1: Yeah, they didn't like because it wasn't like a whole like you know if you watched uh, Mister Rogers, you know you'd have this whole ten minute sequence of Mister Rogers, then you'd have ten minutes in the Land of Make Believe, and then you'd have a finished five minutes. So it was all very slow, and they'd go over things like you know actually Blues Clues did the same thing. They were very slow and repetitive, and uh, some people thought um, Sesame Street was too fast paced, which again. (laughs) In retrospect, no. Uh, MTV, though, was was blamed for a lot of changes, and it probably is, quite honestly, it's probably true. Mm. I I think you could make much more of a case for MTV. Yeah. Um, Max, Mm. what do you think are the social implications of Sponge... No, I can't finish that sentence. Oh, come on. (laughs) That's actually something I kind of like
0: about it. It's not trying... I mean they're they're trying to do the whole teamwork message but you're not sure if they're serious about it or if they're just <laughs> well, it's throwing it in because we're a cart there's a certain level of self-awareness, you know, we're a cartoon and we have to be teaching people something.
1: Especially because Plankton keeps saying TM work, he yes. T- he just he can't even say the word it makes no sense to yep, him. He. Which is funny because of course being a plankter, yeah. he's nothing but part of a giant group except in this Apparently he isn't. You know. Yeah. yeah, he has his own restaurant, which is the Chumbuck. <laughs> which for some reason nobody eats at. Nobody wants a Chumburger. <laughs> um, I do actually have this. This is not going to sound like a serious question, but it mm. is. There was actually a lot of controversy about this. Uh-huh. In your opinion, Max, yes. is SpongeBob gay? Uh,
0: that really didn't occur to me. He's played as a child. He doesn't seem like a sexual being at all.
1: I would, yeah, not only would I agree with you, I'd go out on a limb and say, none of these characters has any sexual identity. No, they don't
0: seem, there's nothing sexualized about any of them. I mean, uh, we see Patrick has a butt, but then what the hell does that tell you? And <laughs> well, for a starfish, it's kind of surprising. It, it is I mean, extraordinarily that. surprising for a, star, for a starfish. But yeah. no, I, I mean, and also, oh, okay, I do have to say this, the squirrel, and there's no nice way to put it. The squirrel has a hell of a rack on her. <laughs> uh, seriously, okay. they they really emphasize her, uh, that she has breasts, which is yeah. disturbing on so many levels.
1: Not to mention the fact that squirrels don't. But that's they're the, just breasts, Max. Max, just they're just breasts. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do they need to be in a in a kids cartoon? I don't know. I didn't notice them, but that you know, there's. Probably reasons for that. <laughs> I don't see how you no, couldn't. Like, they make it pretty obvious in, in like the suit she wears. I I didn't notice. Yeah. Um but I actually when I was doing some research I found out that there was a big stink about this and that huh. apparently there was a I'm trying to think, there was a group that was using Spongebob or was or SpongeBob was um, advocating Something, it was a family-based group, but it was a group that also embraced everybody, including homosexuals. Oh. Um, there was suddenly interest. I think the gay community said, well, of co- look at the way he dresses. Of course he's gay. And I'm like, um... He what? He wears pants. I don't know. And the little shoes and the socks. I don't know. Okay. Maybe there's coding in there. I just don't get. I mean... And there was a big stink. And apparently the show runners had to come out and say, no, like, we're not aiming for anything, which I think is fair. And when pressed, one of the I don't think it was Steven Hillenberg, but uh, one of the people in the show was like, I think, if anything, he's kind of asexual. Well, he's a sponge.
0: (laughs) I think sponges (laughs) reproduce asexually.
1: I don't know. I'm not even going to look it up. But uh, I found it very interesting. uh, Some of the things people get upset about. Yeah. And it's like, all right, let's put it this way. I've seen literally one SpongeBob anything. There was no agenda that I could detect of any kind. No. I mean, no.
0: I mean, maybe you want to argue uh, there's some kind of a message about the obsession with the Krabby Patty, but I think sure. that's played
1: as so absurd. You could literally plug yeah. anything into that. Especially when you see the, the Burger Beard making them, and I'm like, What's that patty made out of? Yeah. I don't think it's beef. It's well, well I, I just
0: assumed it was like crab meat.
1: Well, which would the be guy who owns restaurants a crab, which would be creepy. I admit, but yeah, I, I, Krabs, I don't know who Mr. Crab's played by the absolutely oh. wonderful Clancy Brown. Oh, <laughs> I
0: can't. I still can't believe he is playing crab. You know, the Cargan yeah. is play <laughs> I kept waiting for for. Happy Halloween, ladies! <laughs> I kept waiting for for uh, you know Mr. Krabs to go. Holy ground, Highlander! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I you know it's he's a fan favorite for yep. a lot of reasons. He's been he's in been a been lot in everything. of great roles in science fiction films, and having him here is just you know <laughs> icing on the cake. Um, but yeah, so Krabby Patties. I, I I I was very surprised by the whole gay thing. I'm like, the he? Huh? And then I vaguely remembered it. And it's like his SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, I, I missed it completely. Yeah, I. It's like it's really a case of really, you've got nothing better to do.
0: So. Yeah, it really looks like you're going looking for something. Because no, I, I don't get that at all. Well,
1: do you remember the the big stink about Bert and Ernie?
0: Oh God, yeah. And, and yeah, on it, honestly, you could make more of a point for that because they do share a house. Yep. And, you know, they
1: at, at several points, Ernie climbs into Bert's bed. Yeah. I think it's safe it, to say that. Even cho- actually, I'm not action for. Please no. Uh mm-hmm. The children's television productions <laughs> yeah. has no agenda, and if I you want, so. if you want to place that on them, that's fine. If you mm-hmm. want to say that this is wrong, that's fine. But I, I think people get really uptight about some stuff, and I, yeah. Well, we could go on and on about that, but let's yeah. not, shall we? Because we have to talk about yeah. bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now there. Again, Mike oversimplified
0: the plot quite a bit. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, because otherwise it would sound like he was having some kind of a psychotic breakdown. <laughs> if you actually describe the plot, it's per- the absurdist levels get pretty high. This was- there is a sequence, for example, where uh, Plankton decides that SpongeBob probably has a memory <laughs> of what the secret ingredient, the secret formula to the Krabby Patty is. So he crawls into his head. Yeah. And climbs into his brain. Apparently, I didn't know Plankton had this kind of telepathic ability, but I obviously don't know that much about Plankton. Nope. Uh, It crawls in there, and everything in SpongeBob's head, first of all, he was saying how sweet it all is. It looks like a damn nightmare scene. Did it remind you of anything? Well, again, Ren and Stimpy. Nope. How about Whimsydale? Yes, it (laughs) reminded me of Whimsydale, the level in Diablo 3. Yeah, yeah. if you don't know it, don't worry. It's just sort of like My Little Pony and Care Bears Go to Hell. It will bleed. It will really bleed your eyes. It's. Yeah. yeah. Bright, bright colors, Ugh. all primaries. But th- did you notice there. In the middle of this children's movie, there's a Shining reference, Yesterday. a reference to the Shining. At one point, he runs into one of those double stick popsicles, and it's t- it's done as like a conjoined twins. And they're going, stay with us forever and ever. And-. It's oh. like, oh God, it's the creepy twin girls. They also say, don't they say, eat us before we melt? <laughs> yes, we melt in the heat. And they're
1: dissolving as he stands there. That's a really friggin' disturbing moment. The best thing is, is if you're like seven or eight, you totally don't get it, and it goes oh, no, right it goes over your head, right past
0: you, right past you. That was very much there for the parents. The, but there's they, but, there's that scene.
1: I'm sorry, were you finished so, with that scene? I'm fi- I, yeah, I'm finished with that scene. Because right after that, we get the whole. Oh, actually, right before that, I should say, we get the whole problem of the the. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out, connected to the scene, the reason he doesn't have a memory is it's in his contract that he's not allowed to. Yeah, he's not allowed to commit the secret formula to
0: anything written or even memory. Yeah. So he forces himself to forget every
1: day. So when the recipe disappears and suddenly there's no Krabby Patties. (laughs) Bikini Bottom. Within a matter of hours. Oh, it's not even hours.
0: Minutes then. Bikini Bottom immediately turns into basically Beyond Thunderdome. It does. And there's all these fish in bondage gear. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And they, they even joke about that. Like, okay, get into your leathers. Yeah. Apparently, I
1: There was somebody who was literally dressed like the Humongous. Oh, I missed that. I did too because there were so many. It was a fish <laughs> in the background. But they all have like harnesses. Yes. Yeah. It,
0: Bikini Bottom instantly becomes a post-apocalyptic wasteland because of lack of Krabby Patties. Yeah. Not food. No one's saying they're starving. No. It's just they don't have Krabby Patties and they all are desperate for them. Yeah. And they go at one point. They try to sacrifice people, yeah. you know, to appease the sandwich gods. And
1: now, did that remind you of anything? That scene?
0: Uh, not really.
1: I went right to Patton Oswald's brilliant, brilliant oh. bit called Sky Cake. Oh, Sky. Yeah. Okay. If uh, <laughs> without trying to get too into religion, <clears throat> that scene felt to me like how probably a lot of early religions were made. Very likely. If you ever want to hear a amazingly. Skewering of that kind of thing. And if that bothers you, that's cool too. But if you would like to hear the best write up of primitive yeah. religions, look up Pat Oswald's Sky Cake.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it really covers it. It's yeah. astonishing. But
1: that's kind of what happens. Yeah. They're like, oh, so... well, actually, the squirrel has been doing research. <laughs> and her research consists of post it notes with string attached to them because that makes sense. Mm. And she comes out and says, the, the, Sandwich gods need to be appeased, so they need to sacrifice, and people are desperate enough that they'll say, oh, "Sure, we'll do that. We believe that," um, and they try to sacrifice um, pretty much anyone they get their hands on. The the first person yeah. they're going to do is is Mr. Krabs, but then they see uh, SpongeBob and Plankton, and so they yeah. try to sacrifice them. <laughs> so Plankton comes
0: upon the, hits on the idea that the easiest way to you know to solve this problem is. Not to recreate the formula, which I would assume Mr. Crabs should know, mm-hmm. as it's his formula. But apparently he's forgotten it too. They never address that. No. Or you know, go go and find it. He decides they should get a, t- they should build a time machine, <laughs> go back in time, and prevent the uh, theft from happening in the first place. And apparently he can do that because Plankton is married to a computer <laughs> named K- named Karen. Yeah. Who has a Minnesota accent. Sure. And I'm sure this is covered in the show. This may just be my ignorance of the show, but... Huh? <laughs> a- anyway, they, they do. They build one out of, what is it, a photo booth, a cuckoo clock. <laughs> I think um, there's sausages involved. There's sauce. There's foodstuffs. Oh, yes, they go and to they taco start- house with an umlaut, which is a yeah. German taco place. <laughs> <laughs> And and they start travelling through time. And I, I did kind of like the bit where they they show up back in Bikini Bottom and there's Patrick with a long white beard, the starfish he's going, yeah I they said you would not return, but I knew you would. He goes, How far how far in, have we travelled into the future? Um two days. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Those Krabby Patties. Woo-hoo. Oh man. And and they're bouncing around through time. And then they appear in in this wild, (laughs) psychedelic place. And there, that's where they meet Bubbles, who is a sentient, levitating dolphin in a cape who who also shoots laser beams out of his blowhole.
1: (laughs) I know I do after Taco House. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he's actually voiced by a fairly major British actor who... uh, I only know from the TV series uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't recognize him from that. Mm, not the movie, just the, the, right. the TV show that came from it. Uh oh, I've watched that. Matt Berry, his name is. Oh.
1: Yeah. He's also inexplicably the only character in the entire film that's done in stop motion animation. Yeah. Just <laughs> makes him look very odd. It's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love and, the fact that he's super intelligent and then his voice get caught because he has to do the flipper thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. And he has been watching. He, I think a little play on the watcher from uh, Marvel comics. Yeah. I had the same but, boat. Yeah. And he asks, he's been doing this for 10,000 years and he really needs a bathroom break. <laughs> so he leaves them to watch while they're watching Jupiter crashes into Saturn for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my but question said, there he, real
1: quick. My question there is like, what were they supposed to do? Yeah, <laughs> how were they supposed to stop it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway. They piss off bubbles. The time
0: travel thing doesn't the short thing is the sci- the yep, the time travel thing doesn't work. So just but somehow again, physics. <laughs> Sponge SpongeBob catches the smell of krabby patties in the water. Now, to be fair, Some fish can smell things in the water from great distances, except this is coming from land. (laughs) So the scent trail drifts through the water and all of the characters follow it up to a point. And then uh, I did kind of like this one. Some background guy says, okay, all secondary characters come with me. (laughs) It's like, okay. We're getting a little painfully self-aware there. And Bubbles shows up and allows, who is it? Uh, SpongeBob, Patrick... Squidward. Squidward, who is the cashier, who's a squid, Mr. Krabs, and Plankton... And the squirrel. Oh, and the squirrel, thank you. Sandy the squirrel. To to live, to live go... Uh, says, I'll let make it so you can go uh, out of the water. He does this by turning them into 3D animated figures. Toys. Which, yeah, which pretty much is how you breathe air. Um, <laughs> and they go off and they find out that, that the Burger Beard has set up this this food boat. Yeah, but uh, that's when they find about the magic book, which Ice maintain is the screenplay, and he's just <laughs> he's just edits it, and that's how he can make anything happen. They get a hold of a page, and they give them uh, Pat or SpongeBob gives them all superpowers,
1: and they get m- muscular. and I feel kind of weird. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they, so, yeah. It's very odd to see Patrick with a six
1: pack. Well, and SpongeBob and yeah. Squidward. And
0: <laughs> yeah, they all they all become sort of standard superhero tropes, and there's a big ridiculous chase scene, and they get a, a you know Plankton learns his lesson and <laughs> works with them. He becomes basically the Hulk at one point. Yeah, and now again, narratively, I'm sorry, this is just dumb. This is just really really basic
1: cartoon stuff. Visually, it's really impressive. It is. I mean, when the <laughs> the, the pirate ship on wheels alone. It's yeah, hilarious. Was, he's driving it down the street and you're going, yeah, I buy it.
0: Okay, somebody actually rigged up a pirate ship with wheels.
1: Yeah, every inch of this movie is a cartoon. There is no yeah. point where it's not. It's just a cartoon. Mm-hmm. This is, there's points where it's a slightly less fast-moving cartoon. Thank the gods of cartoon because I need to breathe. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, there's a big fight. There's a big, big fight, Um, which I will say I thought needed to be cut a little bit.
0: It went. I'm afraid it really did go on a bit too long. Just
1: a little bit, like maybe about three or four minutes could have been cut out of the end fight, and it would have made things a little bit snappier. But it is the way that superheroes fight. Like you can't guess what their powers are because. Patrick, for example, has the power to attract ice cream. <laughs> yes,
0: he's basically sort of the ice cream version of Aquaman, and that ice cream will obey him.
1: Yeah, and, and <laughs> it's very odd. SpongeBob Sponge... has this bubble thing on the top of his head, and he can send out yeah. bubbles that he can encase things like cannonballs. Um, I... Squidward is Bad Chord, who apparently I don't know if he in like the show if he plays the clarinet, but he can
0: do a sonic attack. Sour and note, cra- wasn't it? I
1: think it was sour note. Oh,
0: sour note. Yeah. Okay, that was it.
1: Yeah, it, it's
0: ridiculous, squ- but it's it's very impressive to watch.
1: And Sandy the squirrel turns into a giant squirrel.
0: Yeah, an actual squirrel calls herself the Rodent.
1: Yeah. Um, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not most of them this. don't have
0: most of them don't have superhero names except for uh, the Rodent and Patrick, who apparently his name is Mister Super Awesomeness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so they win. They get the
1: formula back. They destroy the magic book. They write their own ending. They, they send Burger. Uh, a Burger Beard off to an island where he has to live buried up to his neck in sand with the seagulls, who he then sings the theme song with.
0: Yes. And then, of course, there is the rap battle. Yeah. Between the seagulls and Bubbles,
1: <laughs> which actually is kind of cute. Yeah. And then the film is ends and is dedicated to Ernest Borgnine, which, yeah. quite honestly, until I knew he was a voice actor on the show, I thought was yeah. likely the most absurd thing in the whole film. That was really kind of puzzling, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> mm. So, uh, any of any other points you have on the film, Max? Any other talking things that? <laughs> the no, uh, no.
0: I think I'm ready for the wrap up.
1: Yeah. So, um, the roundup, Max. Mm. Sorry, I need yeah. to that pause. <laughs> I know, I know. What did you think of SpongeBob? Sponge out of water. All right. In the context
0: of our show. Uh, of this series of animated and live action, it was a little off because most of it, there is no interaction. Right. I didn't know that ahead of time. Did you? Yeah, we I did not. I thought it was much, I thought much more of it would focus on them being in the CG real, so-called real world when it's really less than a third of the movie. Mm -hmm. That part, when they do it, I think is done brilliantly. I think that's done really, really well. All The technical stuff is terrific. The integration is great. You believe the characters are there. Um, overall, eh. it I think the, some of it I thought is funny. A lot of it I thought was kind of standard. The 2D animation is decent. The voice acting is okay. I have I can't say it really grabbed me. Up until the, the last part, which again we we were watching for the technical stuff, I thought it was okay. I, again, I don't think we're the target audience for it. <laughs> I think this would be for today's kids. I totally get why they would enjoy it. I think this is very much a kid's movie. And for as a kid's movie, apart from some of the surrealism and the, at times, creepy aspects, uh, I think it works really well
1: as a kid's movie. What about you? All right, so I, like you, have not seen spongebob before this <clears throat> i figured it was probably goofy <laughs> um i laughed i i literally could not predict where the story was going i would never have guessed mad max uh i would never have guessed addiction <laughs> i would never have guessed buddy film uh i uh, the pirate thing i i i like the, the seagulls more than you did i loved those uh, that those sequences I laughed. It's not for me. It is totally not for me. And mm-hmm. I still had a good time. Uh, is it going to be something that's going to make me want to go out and catch up on all SpongeBob? No, probably not. Yeah. If if I live the rest of my life and not see any more SpongeBob, that's fine. But if I do end up in a situation where I am watching SpongeBob, I'll be fine with that too. Um, I think one of the problems is that you and I have such a history full of cartoons mm-hmm. that it would take something monumental even more monumental than this to worm its way in right because there's so much stuff that we hold dear to our hearts because we have the experience of enjoying it when we were children or quite honestly even teenagers because i bet teenagers love this oh Um, a lot of those like i say if the if the tv show is anything like the
0: movie there are probably jokes that are not are meant for older folks
1: yeah uh, and there was there was a little bit less, I would say, of the adult humor. There's definitely some mm. big things like Mad Max and stuff like that, but yeah. most of the humor I think was meant for kids. And I think that's yeah, the absurd. I agree with that. Um, the yeah. storytelling, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's th- the storytelling is obviously not what's we're supposed to focus on. No, uh, it's all
1: the it's the visuals and the jokes and the weird weird setups. I will say I have noticed a a progression, if you will, of the films that we've done because we're halfway through the series now. Yeah. And as we started, there was a concrete premise as to why cartoons and real people were coming together, mixing together, whatever. And as we've gone along, it has gone from concrete if stupid to <laughs> eh to flimsy. And here they don't even bother. There's not nope, a second word. Nothing. They, nope. <laughs> they, they don't it's like oh yeah oh
0: yeah if you're under apparently if you're underwater you're a cartoon yep and you're in 2d and if you go out of the water you're in
1: 3d and that's just the way it is the few humans that see them on the beach when they first come out of the water find them annoying and flick them out of the screen yeah as, a, as opposed to oh dear god a demon yeah no they're just like eh. <laughs> so <laughs> there is no premise here at all up to the mixing and you know good mm-hmm. for them because in this case it it wouldn't have worked. I don't know what no. they would have done. Um, and besides
0: again, it's a kids thing. Kids are supposed to kids have a much easier time suspending their disbelief.
1: Yeah. I would say sure. If you're if you're looking for something to to brighten your day, uh if you're a little down, why not? <laughs> it, it is,
0: is it, it is cheery. It, it is. is, you know, it, it it won't. It won't bring you down. And even the dark parts or the conflict, you don't really take it that seriously because you know, you know
1: it's all gonna be fine. It's you just do. It's fish wearing bondage gear. How serious yeah. can it <laughs> be? Uh, so yeah, I, I'm gonna give SpongeBob Sponge Out of Water a thumbs up because, yeah, what the hell. <laughs> uh. But. Why not? Next week will we be so lucky, Max? Will we be able- well, here we're
0: coming this this one we're the one we're doing next week is in the context of Drawn Apart is uh kind of unique because technically it's not about animated characters and humans. It's about a human who becomes a sort of animated character. And we're of course talking about uh Jim Carrey's The Mask. Mmm, the mask. Yeah. Where you have actually three three different characters who at one time or another become cartoonish whereas whereas the rest of the world is always normal
1: right so it's a different kind of mix of cartoon and and real people yep different feel different idea if you consider jim carrey real people
0: (laughs) (laughs) and jim carrey is one of the i jim carrey if he ever grabbed his face pulled it off and revealed that underneath he was a cartoon i don't think i'd be that
1: surprised well of course he's all serious now so Oh, yeah, yes, now now he's all serious. And speaking of which, enough of this fun, Max. It's time to get serious. Uh-huh. And if you don't, right. I'll smoosh you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to find Bumpy's head in your bed. <laughs> oh, sure, you threaten now, but you come back for the smooshing. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you come back for the smooching, ladies and gentlemen? Yo, join Thank us for, for smooching. not sure... smooching, but smooching. S-
0: smooshing, which I'm still pretty sure was something dirty on the internet. Rule 34 says
1: no. Uh. Good night.
0: <laughs> Good night. This has been a co-production of The Voice of Max, and the movie wrench.